Hello, and you are back in the Velvet Room with Joker the Fool. This is our 42nd episode, and today we'll be discussing that Hogwarts Legacy proves how ineffective cancel culture can be, the band hammer is slamming down, and how you feel doesn't matter. So we're going to get right into the first topic, and that's Hogwarts Legacy. came out last year, I believe about a year ago at this point, and it was referred to by a small section of the internet as that wizard game. Very minute as it turned out because it sold over 20 million copies. Best selling game of 2023. And I've played a decent bit of it. I need to play some more. I've got a backlog a mile long. If you know anything about my gaming habits and what I've written about on uh, on the Substack, you would know that. But I've got a backlog a mile long. Hogwarts Legacy is included in that. But what I've played of Hogwarts Legacy is actually it's a pretty solid RPG. Um, it does... Being a decent Harry Potter game uh, correctly, in my mind, you know, you're not playing as Harry Potter, you play as a wizard that you make, wizard or witch, um, that you make, um, and you play through basically the wizarding world as it takes place in the late 19th century, I would say, and for doing that, it's interesting, you know, you get to, you know, use spells, you can fly on a broom, I think uh, you can even get like a, a griffith or whatever the hell it's called, and fly on that, but you can fly around, it's a nice open world, you can explore Hogwarts, you go to, you know, classes and all these sorts of things, and make potions, and uh, all these sorts of things, so it's a very fun game in that sense, and especially if you're a big fan of Harry Potter, uh, you're, you're going to basically love that game, if you love playing RPGs, and you love Harry Potter, it's a match made in heaven for you, and of Harry Potter games, I think it's the best one that we've gotten because the only Harry Potter games that I really know of are basically some really crappy ones that came out on the 360 that covered uh, Deathly Hollows, and those were like uh, dog shit games. So it was probably back um, in the era as it was winding down when they still did licensed games and they treated the licensed games as um, like doing like a poster or a launch box rather than something um, to the degree of, uh, of a movie or, or the, the book or whatever you have you in terms of media as like something that can stand alone as its own piece of media rather than just being merchandise that sold along the bigger things that's how video games were for a little while but now with um gaming being as big as it is gaming being as um able to convey stories to people um games are treated in the sense of being their own legitimate media properties in a lot of ways, that's all, you know, turn, coming up in, in some ways. But that that's basically how it is. That's how it all, all honestly ought to be. But with the whole thing is that this game sold 20 million copies. And you had over 20 million copies. And you had um, such a um, mental meltdown from the trans activist community of this game. Not having to be doing, any, of doing anything because J.K. Rowling... Uh, basically came out and said something along the lines of women don't have penises and it's very consequential to human society to act as if women do have penises. Basically not being full in support of the trans stuff, uh, getting labeled as a turf and because of committing that cardinal sin of saying that, you know, men and women are different on a biological basis and, you know, we should have structure society around that or we should keep structuring society around that, not restructure society based on the whims of, you know, how you feel that day. Uh, she got uh, canceled or attempted to get canceled and it failed hilariously harry potter is still a massive media property and hogwarts legacy 
proves that selling over again 20 million copies uh people love harry potter people love what she did with the wizarding world and all the um associated stuff with it people are still very invested in that and it still sells because the average person doesn't really care about transgenderism and doesn't really see it as uh something that's meaningful it's something that most people will play along with because the legacy uh institutions you know corporate america the government all these institutions push it on to people and people just you know uh smile and nod because they don't want to uh be uh fodder for the cancel picks that's really it but if you stand up and say hey I don't care um, that you're trying to not get me to play a video game because of someone's opinion or something. I'm going to go and play it anyway. They lose all power. And you extend that to um, all aspects of uh, cancel culture. It's saying like, well, I don't care that this person said this. I'm still going to buy from them. I'm still going to keep them as my employee. I'm still going to uh, engage with that business just because... Uh, their social media person put out a tweet that um, two people on Twitter disagree with. Uh, it, it loses all power. It loses all uh, meaning to be able to cancel somebody if the people who would go and be the mob just say, hey, we're not going to dogpile on these people because you made a determination that they're supposed to be verboten. And Hogwarts, again, I'll say this, Hogwarts Legacy proves that there are people who will do that. <clears throat> Who will say, well, hey, you know, I want to play the wizard game. I want to make my own, you know, character and play in the Harry Potter or the wizarding world uh, because that's just how I want to spend my weekend. And I don't care if, you know, some, you know, twink who, th who thinks he's a, a woman is going to protest and say otherwise. It doesn't meaningfully matter. And let me <clears throat> clear my throat. Sorry, but I think... That's all I've really said about that. We're going to move on to the next topic. Thank you for bearing with me. Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe wherever you're watching. I appreciate it so much to all of you who engage with this podcast. And we're moving on to the next topic, and that is the banhammer slamming down. We are heading into election season. The Iowa um, caucus and New Hampshire primary are right around the corner, and you know what that means banning so if you have any political opinion that goes even slightly against the grain of what um the wef un overlords want you to be pushing onto people you're going to get banned either like explicitly banned or shadow banned so we saw Andrew Torba, founder of Gab, get banned from Gemini there was another uh youtuber who was posting on X how I think Shane Richie or whatever his name was saying he got banned from YouTube and you're going to see more and more of this stuff. So I implore you, if you have anybody that you care about whose content you consume and you're subscribed to them on YouTube or Facebook or you're still on one of these big social media sites that's liable, basically going to engage in this mass banning stuff, follow them on alternate platforms. Most people who know what's up are posting on alternate platforms, posting on the parallel economy. You can listen to this podcast on Rumble, Substack, and Odyssey, as well as YouTube. And more people engage with my podcast on all the other platforms, and basically YouTube the least. Um, but, and that's how it is for a lot of people, because a lot of people don't um, get shadow banned on the other platforms. They get shadow banned to hell on the uh, the mainstream platforms because they are pushing a narrative onto people and they're going to do anything they can to maintain their grip 
um, in the information war is basically what it is. Not to you know steal uh, some of Alex Jones's uh, thunder, but it is an information war that we are sucking because we're in the information era, and information is the weaponry. That's what we're fighting over. Um, what information gets out there? What information is um, actually the truth, or what's perceived to be the truth, is even more important in a lot of ways so that's something that i want you all to be very aware of and like like i said if you have anyone that you care about anybody whose content you enjoy make sure you are following them on alternate platforms because there is a good chance that they're going to get banned especially if you know they are really um outspoken about being against the quote-unquote current thing which if you're listening to this podcast you're probably of that persuasion uh you're definitely not one of these people who will just uh uh, be a mindless npc consumer and just listen to whatever uh, cnn and nbc tell you to and if you are uh, i would suggest you uh change your thinking a little bit or not i'm not the uh i'm not the uh arbiter of uh, your mind i'm just some random joker and with that we are going to move on to the last topic which is how you feel doesn't matter this isn't really uh, a news event this is just a little bit of stream of consciousness and as i have um focused on health and wellness it's not just a physical thing of lifting weights and getting your nutrition on point and make sure you're sleeping well it's also mindfulness and one of the things with mindfulness that i've realized is that your feelings day to day are meaningless and this this is what uh, I mean by that is that if you feel like shit if you feel awful about doing something but doing that thing will make you feel good about yourself let's say you love being a night owl and you love staying up to like three o'clock in the morning every night but you force yourself to go to bed at 8 p.m. and you get a full night's sleep and you do that consistently you're going to improve your health even though You feel awful. Better example is, let's say you're a chronic smoker, right? And it takes you three days uh, to quit smoking to the point where you will get over that hump and you want to die. You wish you you regretted this. You want to get an entire carton of uh, cigarettes and chain smoke it for every second of every day that you're awake for those three days. But after those three days, you feel, um, you know, at peace. You're able to quit, you live your rest of your life never touching another cigarette or tobacco product, and you add 20 years onto your life, and you don't die of lung cancer. Uh, How you felt in those three days did not matter with the end result. And that's really what you need to get yourself out of, is that your feelings day-to-day, moment-to-moment are meaningless. It's setting the goal for yourself and working to achieve it and working through the feelings that you have. I got some bad news today. I got in a car accident recently, and my car is totaled, so I'm going to have to get a new car. This is a very stressful time in my life, and I could have shut down and not recorded this podcast, but I'm recording this podcast now because I have a podcasting schedule that I committed to that I want to see through, and when I upload that podcast and I get people downloading it and enjoying it, hopefully, uh, how I felt in the moment of not wanting to record it didn't matter when I just said, I'm going to sit down and record it because I had planned it out. And that's really what you need to do with your life is you need to plan and structure your life in a way where the goals that you set for yourself just happen um, organically, happen naturally. Like I have the uh, you know podcast planned, what I was going to talk about before I got this news. I have all my uh, daily poll topics 
uh, planned out usually a week in advance and I'll sometimes put other things if there's current events so that way the daily poll is easy for me to do and it's the same thing if you want to go to the gym have it ready the night before your your gym clothes your uh, things that you need to go to the gym so that way there's less friction in order to do it so you create friction for the things you want to do and you put friction for the things that you don't want to do and you execute and you follow through on those things and how you feel in the moment moment to moment doesn't matter the feelings of doubt and awful bad feelings that you have telling you to not do something or to do do something that's bad for you you ignore those feelings you push through them then they don't matter because then you get to achieve the goal like 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 i said how you feel doesn't matter it's what you do that matters and the goals that you set for yourself are much more important and much more important than setting goals is actually executing on the goals that you set and that's where the real challenge lies but like i said you get out of your own head um a bit you can get out your own way and when you get out of your own way it's amazing what you can do i think i have rambled on quite enough um with that i hope that made some sense to you i hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll be back next week with episode 43 and we're heading into the outro now Thank you for being in the Velvet Room with Joker the Fool. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe whether you're listening on YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, or Substack. And be sure to subscribe to my Substack, velvetroompublishing.substack.com to keep up with Machine to Man and all my other projects.